another pop culture pod. My name is Sean. And I'm Danny. Hi, Danny. Hello, Sean. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. A bit tired, you know, but we move. Yeah, same here, same here. Monday, you know, worst day of the week, in my opinion. Perks of being a late 20s person. (laughs) You're a lot more tired than you were when you were a spring chicken. Yeah, definitely. still spring chickens. What are we talking about? (laughs) Right, so... We are going to talk about all things pop culture, astrology, like celebrities, what else? Oh, well, I mean, just anything that's sort of like out there in the media, news, Twitter, the Twitter sphere, you know, what's big on social media, but this is not just another pop culture pod, because of course... This is the pop culture <laughs> pod. And it's hosted by us too. And you won't find content like this anywhere else. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> so, going to go straight in. Sean, tell me about something that you've read, listened to, watched in this past week that you've been obsessed with. Right, so, I was a little bit late to this party, but I went to visit my mum last week and we binge watch. Um, on Disney Plus, a show called Only Murders in the Building. And honestly, we were both obsessed with it. I wasn't sure that my mum was going to be into it. So no spoilers, but the premise is there's an apartment building in New York. Someone gets murdered there. And then three people in the building start a true crime podcast. Oh, so right up your street. Right up my street. (laughs) I love a true crime podcast. Yeah. (laughs) But it's so funny. Um... It's like 30 minute episodes. Oh, I um, love that. It can't be doing with no. like hour and a half long episodes. Exactly. Like, that's it's got Selena Gomez in. I was going to say, she, is that the one with her? She looks so cool throughout the whole series. Her like outfit choices are amazing. But also it's got Steve Martin um, from, I can't even remember what he's been in, but he's like a comedic actor. Um, he's been in so much stuff and it, I'll kick myself for not being able to remember <laughs> any of it. But yeah, just like the, the three main characters together are just like comedy genius, in my opinion. Oh, that sounds really interesting. I'm kind of annoyed that I cancelled my Disney Plus subscription <laughs> now. Maybe I'll have to get it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven ninety nine a month though. It is it's a bit steep. It's gone up, hasn't it? it used yeah, to be five ninety nine. How dare they? I know. <laughs> the cheek. What about you? What have you consumed this week? Um, other than Coronation Street, um, I actually read Six Crimson Cranes, which you mm, recommended to yes, me. Yes, I did. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I gave it four stars purely for the fact that, I don't know, there was something about it that just, it clicked with me, but I feel like it could have gone a bit further, but I don't know what it was. I don't know if you thought this, but I felt it sort of rushed through some scenarios and I was like what's going on here how did we jump from this point to this point it was all a bit like yeah it's like there was so much they were trying to cram in they didn't have time to Elizabeth Lim I think yeah I don't think she had time to sort of explore you know things fully before she jumped into something else so the ending felt quite rushed for me it I don't want to give spoilers but it kind of went from one situation to a really opposite situation really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of sat there like, how did this happen? I don't understand how we got here, like yeah. you said. But obviously there's a um, second book coming, I think September, is it? 
Yeah, something What's like that. It's called like something dragon's tail yeah. or something like that. It sounds really good. I definitely will pick it up because I, I think the writing of the book is really aesthetic. Mm -hmm. That sounds really dumb, but it reads so nicely. It's, it's so was airy, such like, easy reading, and yeah. I hadn't read like YA fantasy for a long time, to be honest. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, like maybe I'm a bit too old for this book when I picked no. it up. But I picked it up like based on the cover art. Oh, it's gorgeous. The cover art is beautiful. <laughs> but I don't know. There was just something about it. It just yeah. I really liked it, but like you said, I don't think it was. I just think it could have. It could have done more yeah i do really rate ya books though mm -hmm. some of the best books that i read in 2021 were ya yeah um i just think books for teens and obviously younger adults nowadays they just kind of hit topics that books didn't hit when yeah, we were younger definitely so like we had i hate to bring it up but like harry potter <laughs> and stuff like that this is not an endorsement for Harry Potter, by the way, for anyone listening. But, um, you know, that was just about wizards and, you know, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> nowadays, I, I read a YA book. I'm trying for the life of me. I call, oh, it's called Grown. And it's, I think, who's it by? I'm just going to check. I'm currently going on Goodreads <laughs> to check <laughs> who it's by. Bear with me. But honestly... It was one of the best books I've ever read, and it was YA, Tiffany D. Jackson. It's kind of a retelling of the, well, not officially, but it is basically a retelling of R. Kelly's scenario. Oh, wow. So it's hard hitting. It's probably going to trigger you to some extent, yeah. but ride the wave because <laughs> it's good. It's really good. I read it in literally three hours. Mm -hmm. It was that good. So... Yeah, can't remember how we got to this point. But yeah, <laughs> I love books. If you oh didn't my know already, <laughs> I think that needs to be sort of set out out in, in the this, open in this first podcast. Bookaholics Anonymous. <laughs> Danielle is the biggest bookworm I have ever met in my life, and that is a title I am happy. <laughs> to take. I think you're the book nut. I'm like the TV nut. Like yeah. I, I love books and I love film, but for me, I. I love TV. I can just sit and watch. You're like a binge watcher. I am. <laughs> I'm a binge reader. Exactly. Yeah. No, books are just my thing. I read, how many did I read last year? 150 or something. 151 maybe. Yeah. I, I don't think, think I, was... I even read a tenth of that. <laughs> there are some people on Bookstagram though. There's a guy that I follow. Um, I'm not going to give his Insta handle because I don't want to give him any extra followers. <laughs> but... Um, He's read 90 books this year already. And it's I'm like... It's February. I know. It's what... And he's got a job. The 7th of February. I know. This is what I find. I find the only time I really have to read books is like after work, you know. And I find sometimes like I, I finish work, I, I cook my mm. tea or whatever. Or sometimes I might go out and do... Or I'll do like my chores that I've not had time to do at the weekend or whatever. And then I'm like getting to bed and... I think sometimes my brain just can't go through a book. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. That's why I just put the TV on. I was going to say, sometimes you do just want to switch off and watch something decent mm. on TV, but no, I can always... Well, not always, obviously, but most of the time make time for a page yeah. or 200, <laughs> <laughs> depending on my mood. But yeah, they're just... They're just so good. I don't know what it is. I really got into them in the pandemic. I feel mm. like it was such a good escape for me because obviously we could do genuinely naff all. Yeah. So 
just the opportunity to kind of escape into different worlds and experience life through other people's lenses was Mm -hmm. like a really good way to not think about the fact that well what was going down (laughs) was going down basically but yeah I stick by that now though it's a good way to kind of remove yourself from a situation so like for example if somebody's watching tv and it's not something I want to watch I can really easily zone out and Mm -hmm. just read but I know a lot of people can't like most people I think can't kind of separate the two because if there's noise in the background some people are like I can't concentrate like yeah. at all but no I could read in a see I always hall. used to do that as a kid I would sort of sit downstairs while my parents were watching tv yeah and I'd just read oh and Matilda. Now, now that I kind of well I don't live on my own but you know I just live in a flat with my flatmate I I don't know what it is but just sort of like laying in my bed reading sometimes I can just like binge through a book and then sometimes I pick a book up and I read 10 pages and I'm like, mm, mm, not in not the mood. Today. And like, definitely a yeah, mood reader thing. In the pandemic, I think during the first lockdown, I read one book <laughs> in the whole <laughs> first lockdown. So I think I just was big on playing Animal Crossing during that. Yeah. I do think that games were such a big thing mm-hmm. for people. And some people are quite snobby about you know adults playing video games but I'm like if that's what you enjoy why is that an issue exactly people do get so like pent up about random stuff though (laughs) don't they like today I saw um ASOS posted a lingerie video of this plus size model and um people were getting riled in the comments like just like I'm not gonna buy this because you've used this model and I was just like grow up like I'm sure it's not a big loss to ASOS if I know. One fat phobic person doesn't buy their laundry set that they probably weren't going to buy anyway. Exactly. And then their bio was something really ironic, like, be the person you always (sighs) wanted to be when you were younger. I was like, like what? A fat phobic (laughs) arsehole. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. It's always the people that have the cringiest, most inspiring quotes that are like, just the worst, to be honest. Like, did you see, um, it was going around Twitter a few weeks ago, Someone took a picture of, it was in a Nike store, I think, Nike store. I never know how to say that, by the way. Nike or Nike. I just go with whatever I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I never said Nike. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, it's like Adidas and Adidas. Oh, it's Adidas. It is Adidas, but most people say Adidas, don't they? Yeah. But anyway, go on. <laughs> um, so there was a picture of a mannequin in the Nike store, and it was... A plus size. Um, I'm using air quotes here. Plus, the velour outfit. Yeah, it was sort of a fitness wear outfit, and yeah. someone posted that this is disgusting. Um, like, why are you promoting being fat? And it's just like, but they're not promoting anything. This is just how people's bodies are. Like, exactly. Some people are thin. Some people are fat. Mm-hmm. Like, how come? How are we so? developed as a human race yet we still can't get our heads around the fact that everybody's different i know and i'm sure that same person if they saw a really like you know stick thin mannequin wouldn't say why are we promoting eating disorders yeah and things like that it's just it's mad isn't it society as a whole though is just conditioned to hate people that don't Mm -hmm. fit their description of attractiveness and if that ideal person is fat then they're going to hate on thin people. And if their ideal person is thin, they're going to hate on fat people. Exactly. Like, 
we just all need to chill out. I just, <laughs> well, we've it just got, needs to be on really deep here, really quickly. <laughs> I know. But yeah, I did see that. She was like, oh, it's a heaving fat person. Yeah, and I was horrible. like, right, sis, she's about size 16, <laughs> so chill out. Two, did you see the girl that bought the oh outfit? My God, she yeah, looked banging. She incredible. <laughs> I was just like sticking up two fingers mm-hmm. <laughs> to the, the journalist. That's what gives journalists a bad name, though. People like that, which riles me up. I know. As we, uh, as we did study journalism. We did. That's how we met. So back in... 2018 in September we um went to the pub as part of it was like our pre we didn't have a freshers because it was a master's degree um we're a little bit older not not you know and wiser of course (laughs) so we didn't have like a freshers week so we just kind of arranged a little pre pre pre-starting meet up at the pub didn't we yeah and a fair few people turned up to be honest I can't I can't remember how many people were on the course? It was only like 20 people or yeah, something. Yeah, it was, it was a small, small bunch. Probably about 12 people turned up, but mm-hmm. then we were just like, hey. Yeah, we clicked <laughs> straight away. <laughs> we just clicked. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the rest is history. Here we are in 2022. Good Lord. <laughs> Four years later. About the fourth attempt to start a podcast. I know. Let's not talk about those <laughs> graveyard attempts. <laughs> They're somewhere on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, somewhere. Hidden out there somewhere. Don't look for them. <laughs> In fact, they're probably not even that bad. No, but... I don't think they were actually. Um, but we had sort of more people on them, didn't we? And I think it was just hard to get everyone in the same room at the same time on a regular basis. Yeah, I think it's hard to coordinate a group mm-hmm. rather than just a duo. Yeah. So here we are. The dynamic duo. Yes, very dynamic. <laughs> so, I've got a question for you now. Oh, go on. Right, so the world is ending mm-hmm. and God comes to you and he says, Sean, you can only listen to one song for the rest of your life. What will it be? And you've got five seconds to decide what would it be. Five. Four. Oh, it would be The Cure, Close to Me. Oh, why? It just makes me so happy. It's just such a, like, a joyful song, in my opinion. I just want to dance to it all the time. Yeah, I love it. Does it have like specific memories attached to it, or is it just a song that will always bring you joy? I d- it doesn't really have any sort of memories for me, other than I don't know. It kind of reminds me of being about sort of like eighteen, probably the first time I really got into. It. I mean, I'd I'd listened to The Cure for like years since I was a teenager. But I'd always listen to the super, you know, like, kind of depressing stuff, Yeah. <laughs> which I still do. Disintegration is one of Moody my favourite albums. Um, but I just, like, I'd kind of given that song a miss for years. And then, I, the, actually, the first time I remember, like, listening to it and liking it was... Um, I used to work at Morrison's, and I know you did too. I did. Morrison's um, <laughs> crew represent. I worked at Morrison's for about four years through sixth form and uni, and it was on the Morrison's playlist. And it would be like one of those. I used to work, you know, like Saturday till about half six or something, and I'd always be wanting to like finish my shift and go out with my friends, and I'd be, you know getting in a mood because I was sat on the till and no one was coming through the till or if they were everyone was coming through buying alcohol and oh, stuff to go I remember out. that and that song would always come on at like I don't know about 
quarter to six or something. Like, it was a very regular playlist. I knew what was coming. Yeah. There were, like, two songs. There was that and then Black Treacle by Arctic Monkeys. And those two songs would be, Sounds like... Sounds like you had a pretty cool Morrison's playlist. It was a really was weird. playlist. Um, <laughs> except for that song, which was, like... I'm not going to sing it, but I just came to say hello. Do you know the one? Oh, yeah. They played that six times a day. As in the... <laughs> The really upbeat, cheesy yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> Six times a day. I think it was on the advert at one point for Morrison's. Uh, that's um, perhaps why. Before Let It Shine by oh. Take That, which then became... Garibaba! <laughs> they literally played that, like, six times a day as well and then no. I remember my supervisor would say like it became a catchphrase we would come in you know like first if I was on the morning shift yeah and we'd like be getting ready to go on to the tills and my supervisor would be like let it shine people let it shine oh stop it and that song's like cursed for me now Ew. but yeah so Black Treacle and Close to Me were like two songs that let me know that I was nearing the end of my shift <laughs> <laughs> the sweet relief of leaving yeah. See, I worked in a local, like a Morrison's local, mm-hmm. so my shifts were till 11 p.m. Oh my gosh. So, because of the area it was in as well, so many students would come in, and I ended up becoming like friendly with quite a lot <laughs> of them because, and I ended up going out with them a fair few times. But I just remember serving people alcohol at like half 10 and mm. being like, I just want to go out at this <laughs> point. To be honest, just let me free. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish that I'd worked in a normal air quote. Store. <laughs> not that there was anything wrong with the one that I worked at because it, it was probably the best part-time job that I had for my age oh yeah do you know what like that job was really good because I got that job in my hometown mm. um oh they, they transfer yeah, you so when I went to yeah uni, they transferred me but not just like forever you know during like the Easter holidays or the Christmas holidays back. I could just go back home like imagine now just going to your job and being like, can I just go to a different office for six weeks or no. whatever during the summer? It'd be a whole thing, wouldn't it? I'd have yeah. to get signed off by about a million and one people. Yeah, they signed um, they signed me back to Manchester because the Liverpool store shut down when I was at uni. Mm. But then the commute got too much yeah. for me to work. And I was like... It's I'm not basically... worth it for Morrison's local. No, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm basically spending like what I earn on travel to and from Liverpool. <laughs> so yeah gave that one up as a as a bad job yeah. but it wasn't a bad job it was actually very chill yeah and very good. I didn't mind it at all so I finished working at Morrison's well I graduated uni went back to my hometown was living you know in my parents house again I was like doing loads of overtime at Morrison's so pretty much full time mm. and then I left that job to go work on cruise ships Ooh. Ooh. that's exciting <laughs> yes and well, I'm sure I'll end up talking about this a lot on the podcast because it was like a really big part of my life. Um, but I did that for four years, worked in the duty-free boutiques on cruise ships, did a lot of traveling. Um, and then only left that job really to come back and do my master's where I met you. Yeah, I was going to say she just got a feeling that she'd meet somebody amazing. <laughs> so she decided to come back yeah. to Manchester and leave her Jane well, McDonald come, lifestyle. Come to Manchester. That oh was yeah, like a big, big move for me. Kind of, I what knew brought you to here. Manchester. Well, I knew, obviously my sister. Not obviously if, if you don't know me, but uh, <laughs> if my, you don't know, yeah, then you don't know. <laughs> my sister lives here, and a really like really good friend, one of my best friends from my undergrad, um, moved here after we graduated, 
and I kind of knew like her friendship group because um, I used to come up and sort of visit her a lot. So I had like a good basis here mm. when I was looking at where to go to do my masters. Uh, it was kind of between Manchester or Nottingham, which was like quite close to home, and I would have just commuted from my parents' house. But yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Don't feel like you would have got the same experience. No, no, definitely not. As nice as it would have been for you to stay at home with your parents, I feel like imagine all the stuff you would have missed out on. I know, like moving to Manchester has genuinely changed my life. Like, I never thought I would be... <laughs> Manor. Yeah. Like, it's just such a great city. I love it. As well, well, not. I don't even want to leave, like, ever really now. No, I love Manchester. Yeah. I don't... I feel like I couldn't leave. Yeah. I love Liverpool as well. Liverpool's great, but... Oh, my heart is with Manchester, definitely. <laughs> just... It's just such a just good... Is. Good vibe. And I hate saying that word, vibe. But Vibes. I say it all the time. But it's, yeah, it's just like an atmosphere... The people are really nice. They are. They are. And I just think that is like a northern thing. I just think people are just so lovely. Even posh northerners (laughs) are nice. (laughs) Like, I do genuinely feel like people would help you in any sort of situation. Like, I see people, like, post comments on Facebook groups saying, oh, I need this, 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 and this, and this because I've just moved to Manchester. And all the manks on the page are like, oh, I've got a double bed, you can have it, you go. <laughs> and I'm just like, where else is this spirit? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's rare. I am definitely proud to be a Mancunian. And I've made so many friends. Yeah, like, since because everybody's here. so friendly. Exactly. <laughs> and like, a lot of them aren't even from Manchester, you know, originally. But they're adopted manks. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> I am now as well. No, you are. Honorary right. mank. So I've got a question for you. Go on. Just for our sort of astrology fans out there. Ooh. I mean, I would like them to guess first, you know, right? Just take a minute. Okay, we're to gonna guess. take a breather. If you could guess what Danny's, you know, at least sun sign is. But I, I I'd say guess try and guess the big three. Go on then, Danny. Do you wanna tell them? Right, so <laughs> I am a Sagittarius Sun. A Scorpio moon, but I'm not moody, I promise. <laughs> Unless you really piss me off. And a Sagittarius rising. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I've got a lot of Capricorn in my chart, which I think, like, no shade to the Sagis out there, but I do think that's why I'm so, like, hardworking and a proper grafter, mm-hmm. because of the fact that I have a lot of Capricorn, because I do think most Sag people I know are quite, like, they have all these grand ideas, but they never follow through yeah. with them. And I do have a sense of that, obviously, because there is some stuff that I'm like, oh, I'm going to New York tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously I'm just not. (laughs) But, you know, a girl can dream. But I do Mm. think a lot of Sag people do that with their career and stuff like that. But I've always kind of known a direction, roughly, in which I'm going to go. But yeah, I am outspoken, sassy, (laughs) talkative. I've never met anyone more sort of... I don't know how to say it, Sagittarius, like, presenting? Is that even a thing? <laughs> I'm just yeah. making up new terms here, but I, I just feel like I could guess straight away. Do you reckon? Yeah. You see me walking down the street in my big fur green <laughs> yeah. coat and be like, like, oh, girl! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm pretty... Mm-hmm. Pretty out there. Yeah, definitely. Right, tell us yours then, oh, love, come oh. on. So, kind of similar in a way to you, but also not, because I'm a Libra sun... Virgo moon, Libra rising. So Ooh. both our sun and rising signs 
are the same. Are the same. Not to each other, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. To yourself. But I feel like sort of similar... I have so much Libra in, not just in my chart, in my big six. So I've also got Libra, Mercury and Venus. So I'm pretty much an airhead. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Not in that, not in the sense of like, I don't know, I don't know anything, but I'm just sort of very, I am quite a dreamy person. I was going to say, I think you're, yeah, just the word dreamy just kind of like sums it up. And I do think you're very grounded though at the same time I'd say time, like that Virgo moon keeps you keeps me definitely yeah like similar to you especially in sort of like my work ethic and sort of my goals not just like career goals but life goals like yeah like I said you know I went and worked on cruise ships and that was fun but and all the time I'm like I could just run away and do that again yeah <laughs> for the rest of my life <laughs> yeah no I know what you mean and that that would be such a big pull yeah. for me I think if I'd done something like that that's almost why I never did that because I do think if I'd taken like a gap year or just a few years before doing my master's or even my degree to go traveling or something I don't think I'd have ever come back yeah and I think there was something that kind of you know I sat down and kind of said to myself look you need to because I could have done that forever you know a lot of people make a career out of that but hate to keep bringing her up but Jane McDonald (laughs) my idol (laughs) She's laugh. definitely a Sagittarius as well, right? She must no, be. she's an Aries. Oh, fire sign. Fire, fire sign energy. But I don't know. Oh, that surprised me because that's like the opposite of Libra. I don't get on with Aries. Like, I really? get on with most people, but Aries. But, well, I say that. It's more just like they scare me. They are quite, <laughs> they're overly confident. Yeah. But I like that. I admire that. She could literally talk the hind legs off a donkey. Yeah, no, I love that. It's more... Um, that their mood can just like flip uh, in a second whereas so can mine but just people don't really see that I don't think I kind of keep my yeah you you close to my chest. I was gonna say you're not like one of those people where you can read your expression on your face like your face is always pretty neutral yeah. if that makes sense whereas oh lord if I'm in a mood I'm like <laughs> uh, <laughs> I always remember one of our very good friends saying to me Sean you're like the most chilled out person I've ever met and I was like really internally you're like ah! <laughs> yeah <laughs> at all times yeah you are so like you give off like very chilled energy mm-hmm. which is good because like it's the opposite of me so I feel <laughs> like opposites are like good though oh yeah definitely I do think like you need friends that are not too similar to you because they don't make you do I couldn't weird really stuff. be friends with another Libra like I don't know where we'd get in life Really? Be able to decide on anything. (laughs) (laughs) The indecision is real. (laughs) Yeah, I could talk about astrology and stuff all day. Same, and I'm sure we will talk about it a lot in the coming podcast. Yeah, for sure. Like, we want to talk about celeb astrology, like Mm -hmm. celeb couples. Are they going to last because Mm -hmm. of their star sign compatibility? Who knows? If they're two Tauruses. (laughs) Well, we'll get on to Taurus people in another podcast. No, I'm sure you're all lovely tourist people listening. So, <laughs> right. If you could be any animal, what would it be and why? Right, so I'm going to give you two answers here and I'm going to answer... I'm going to answer your question, but I'm also going to answer another question as well, which you didn't ask, but I'm going to answer Well, anyway. don't answer it. No, <laughs> so, 
if I could be any animal, if I could choose an animal to be, mm. I would be a dog. Just because you'd like to get, like, walked and... Really, yeah, like... All the attention. They're, you know, people's best friend. People love them. Mm. They're really cute. I love them. Yeah. I just want to be, you know, like a... Like, my family has a Cocker Spaniel. I'm would you be a Cocker Spaniel? I would be a Cocker Spaniel because she just has... She is cute. She seems to just have no no thoughts. <laughs> Other There's than... no drama in being a dog. Yeah. All she <laughs> wants don't to have do to work. <laughs> she just wants to eat, sleep and have cuddles. And that's what she gets. Yeah, it's pretty, um, pretty that's gold. the life I'd want to live. But if Your you were to ask me what animal do you think you are? People have told me my whole life they, that I remind them of a hamster. What? Yeah. Like, my parents have said this, like, forever. And they say it's because I, I have really chubby cheeks. And when I eat, my <laughs> cheeks fill up like a hamster. What? Yeah. How have I not noticed that? <laughs> the next time you eat, right, go get some food. <laughs> oh, my God. Hamsters are cute, though. Yeah, we were both saying the other day that we really want I want one. a hamster. We're, we have so many things that we're both like thinking of at the same time i know isn't it how weird mm. like without even realizing it like you'll have had a conversation with somebody else i'll say it and you'll be like oh my god, oh my god i said that <laughs> the other day and i'm just like oh like today you sent me um a message should i get this keyboard and mouse combo and then i was like danny i literally tweeted the other day should i get this i know and <laughs> the i was exact same one <laughs> i was searching it for that tweet and it was from like january and i was like how did i not see this <laughs> well to be fair i'm not a big tweeter no. i try I to do it work only a big tweeter tweet tweeter is that a word tweet i'm i'm, I'm big you're on a big twit <laughs> <laughs> basically I, I like wasn't a big twitter fan mm. until probably like the back end of last year because I always found it a bit too, like, toxic and political. It's very neggy, I yeah, find. Yeah, but I've, I've somehow managed to get off that side of Twitter. And all I get is, like, memes now. That's good, because yeah. I'm on journo Twitter. It's too, it's too heavy for me to be reading outside of work time. Yeah. I just can't be bothered with it. In work time, all well and good, I'm here for the, for the drama. Tell me all about what's <laughs> happening in the land of politics, bills, you know, whatever. But... Outside of work, I'm just like, I just want to chill. Yeah. I need to switch off and have that time, you know, to protect my space and protect my energy and have that kind of distinction, especially when you work from home. Mm -hmm. I think it's even more important to have strict boundaries. Um, And people might think you're a bitch, you know, for like (laughs) imposing boundaries like that. Like I sent you a message where I literally messaged somebody the other day saying like, it's 10 past nine in the evening, please don't (laughs) message me about work. But I, I can't be in work mode 24-7. No, definitely not. It's not healthy. Not at, at this stage in my career. You know, no. if one day I was a high-flying editor, then maybe. But at this stage, no. I need mm-hmm. I need boundaries. I need time to sort of text my friends and not be worried that a message from, you know, related to work is going to pop up or yeah, something. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, Twitter is a... Well, it's not a no from me, because I do use it sometimes, but it's a sort of no instagram is my your yeah my vibe your, your jam isn't it it is but i'm on bookster so for anybody that doesn't know as we've spoken about already it's like the book corner of instagram where 
basically all everybody posts about <laughs> is like book reviews and it's all very positive. Apparently there is a lot of negativity on there, but I don't really see it because like you say, I think it's easy to avoid it mm-hmm. if you're doing it for pleasure. Yeah. And you can kind um, of like build up your community, can't you? Exactly. It's sort of like handpicking who you want to see. Yeah. So if anybody starts like spouting, you can just be like, unfollow. <laughs> so unless you're here for the drama, in which case <laughs> you grab your popcorn and, and a drink. But, um, but yeah, I also post like just random bits on there as well. Um, like outfits or whatever. But yeah, I just think Instagram's one of those platforms. If you're sort of not an influencer, it's not too serious. It's not like that deep, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. I feel like if I signed up for TikTok, I have successfully managed to avoid TikTok know, for well. years and years. Um, I just feel like I'd feel so much pressure to make really good videos and I'm yeah. just not that sort of person. See, I started on TikTok. Um, I was doing my, well, I ended up like on the true crime side of TikTok and I was making content that you know some of it went a bit viral um but I just found it really hard to keep up that momentum yeah it was like I was shadow banned or something because everything was getting flagged for sort of like harmful content (laughs) yeah it's weird all it takes is for somebody to report you or something Mm. and that's it though you can get like you say shadow banned they, they didn't want me talking about murder obviously they just want people dancing yeah, that's all TikTok is, isn't it? People lip syncing and yeah. doing sexy dances that aren't really so that now, sexy. So now, though, my corner of TikTok, because I don't really make videos anymore, per se, but what I still like go on there and watch videos, and I've somehow ended up on, like, it's called Elder Emo TikTok. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, that's rude. Why am I an elder? I'm not even there. Oh, as in, like, old emo yeah oh i thought that had like a different meaning no, like they're just calling us old, old. Um, but i mean I, I i like it on there you know they just play a lot of songs that i enjoy yeah <laughs> and make like funny jokes about emos and i'm quite like self-deprecating anyway i like yeah. things that kind of make fun of the things Your, that into, yeah so. yeah 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 no just... right so i have a question oh you okay. were never on my space were you um i d- <laughs> Oh my god, so, oh god, why did you have to bring this up? <laughs> so, when I was in year seven, I made a a artist profile, as in a musical oh, artist wow. profile in year seven, uploaded some very, very hot, steamy photos, no, they weren't hot and steamy, it was just photos of me in year seven being weird, <laughs> of me like, you know when you did those weird edits? Oh yeah. In like year seven, eight nine I think I might have even carried on doing them in year <laughs> 10 even though we won't admit to that but yeah it was a whole thing I never actually put any content on there but I wish the picture existed because you would have been able to well, have that's a good the thing giggle. because you're a few years younger than me so like my space was like the shit yeah like your thing it was <laughs> it like was, my picture it was like the first social media that I ever had what I was going to ask is, if you had MySpace right now, yeah, what would your profile song be? Oh. Um, what would it be? A song. Is that like a song that defines you as a person? Yeah, but it, like, it's just a moment in time. Like, I like used to change jam. my profile song like every week. Every week. 
do you know what? I'm not going to lie. It'd probably be Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. <laughs> like, I feel like that song doesn't really make any sense. Oh, no. But, but it's just an absolute, like, most people that I know can rap most of that song. Yeah. That is how influential that song Definitely. was on our generation. I remember once when we, quite close to when we first met, and we were first trying to make a podcast together, and we sat in our uni's recording studio, <laughs> and you read Super Bass out as if it was some, like, great Poetry. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is beautiful poetry. Yeah. I, I, like, wish we had that recording somewhere. It's probably somewhere on a memory stick or something, but... Probably. Yeah, I was going to say I'll have to dig it out, but please do not to dig it out. <laughs> anyway, we can't, we get sued or something. Oh, as much as I'd love to meet Nikki, it's not oh, in a court not, of law. Not, not those circumstances. <laughs> no, definitely not. No. No. <laughs> right, so what I think we should do for our listeners, if they want to get to know our sort of like musical side, we might put together a playlist. Yeah. And then every week we can add, you know... Song. Oh, or maybe like once, song. yeah, once a month or something, we'll upload you know a few songs, and you can see what current mental state we're in by <laughs> what songs we're uploading. No, I always listen to like upbeat bops. I can't be doing with any like. <laughs> I'm so um, sad. You were at a Smith Morrissey disco the other night, don't you? <laughs> don't at me, Sean. <laughs> no, I do like Smith Morrissey. How and the Smiths and Morrissey, but. I don't know I did I liked them more in uni because yeah. I feel like they are very angsty um I've seen Morrissey live like four times or something and I think he's absolutely brilliant but he's very controversial yeah, isn't he I, I don't like what he stands him, for no. he's too he is too like too much mm-hmm. um and that's me saying that <laughs> <laughs> but it's not too it's too much in a bad way not in a yeah. good way yeah definitely um some of the stuff he comes out with is really strange, but yeah, I do like that. I do, you know, I would listen to that. Like, I feel like as well, because my mum kind of, when I was growing up, she listened to that kind of thing, and my dad, like, is a huge Oasis fan. Mm-hmm. I feel like that Mancunian, like, Stone Roses, all that oh, kind yeah, of vibe definitely. is literally just ingrained within me because I grew up passively listening yeah. to it. So I do just kind of by default like that sort of mm-hmm. music. But the type of music I listen to like now out of choice is all like, I really want to sing, but I can't because <laughs> I don't want to get sued. Um, upbeat, we like happy things. Mm-hmm. We like to spread the positivity and the joy, not, I don't, I don't like feeling sorry for myself. I just don't. It really <laughs> oh, angers me. I, I can wallow. I can... You know that meme of, like, Lisa Simpson just, like, laying on her? Yeah. <laughs> Sadly listening to music. I can do that. Yeah. I don't do it that often. No. Sometimes I'll just, like, do one song. And then yeah. I'm over it. And I'll have go a good cry. And then be like, oh. Yeah. yeah, I do feel like, though, when I, when I go into that sort of space, which is, like, very, very rare... I am kind of thinking in the back of my head the whole time, like, get to grip. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Snap out of it. But I do prefer just, I, I don't know. Even if it's delusional happiness, mm-hmm. I just prefer that state, you know, to feeling like really sorry for myself. But I do get why you'd want to go on like a big, you know, <laughs> sad trip or yeah. whatever. It's like, you really like Lana Del Rey. Oh, and I'm just yeah. like... And people will make fun of you for that. But... 
you know what? I don't care. Well, like, <laughs> like I'm she, not like her. Is she not cool anymore? Well, I don't know. People just hate on her. And to be fair... Uh, they hate like, on everyone. I... That she does say some problematic things. Like, she, um, she does need to... Is she another check, problematic person? She needs person? to check her privilege. Oh, just she? Yeah. Um, um, and also, like, even some of the music that... Because I'm not really into her newer stuff. I'm mostly, um, like, first album, first two albums, really. Um, I and, wish I knew what was on there. Oh, well, she really sort of promotes the whole, like... Have you read Lolita? No. Oh, God. Well, we'll maybe go into that, Is that in a deep sad? dive. No, it's... <laughs> oh, God. The, okay, the premise of the book is, like, basically an, a middle-aged man. Oh, God. F- I'm already pissed falls off. in love with, like, <laughs> an 11-year-old girl or no. something. And it's, like, written from his perspective. So, so many people, Can somebody like, write the story from her perspective? Well, the thing <laughs> is, though, like, the, the book is so misinterpreted because, like, right at the beginning of the book... Mm. someone like some woman tells you right this man is on trial for right. essentially for murder not of the not of the girl i won't spoil the book too much if you read it <laughs> spoiler alert i'm gonna um, <laughs> while you speak i'm looking yeah. it up on goodreads but basically at the beginning of the book they tell you this story is by well, it's being told by a man who's on trial for murder and basically they tell you this is an unreliable narrator who's going to try and get you to believe him because he's on trial. And this is, like, essentially his telling to the jury in court. Oh. But most people, like, disregard that that part of the book and they uh, buy okay. into what this man is saying. And yeah. he basically is saying that, like, this girl, you know, is, like, a, a like, nymph child Ooh. and made him fall in love with her and stuff yeah. like that. And... So many people misinterpret that, and but then at the same well, time, why is this man even thinking that? I know it was written in nineteen ninety five, yeah. which was the year oh, I no, was no, born. No, 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 it's way older than that. Oh, sure. is it? Oh no, that's a new edition. No, it's oh nineteen fifty five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so the new edition was brought out in ninety five. There's actually a really good podcast. Um... No, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not as good as this one, obviously. Um, by I'm just going to try and find Sean it. and Danny, and it's called Not Another <laughs> Pop Culture Podcast. I listened to it. It's by um, a, a comedian called Jamie Loftus, um, who does a really cool podcast called... Called? Called The Bechdel Cast, which is not the one I'm talking about. So the... Right, it's actually just called Lolita Podcast. There's a whole podcast about this book. Yeah, that this comedian has done, like, recently, like, literally last year, and she does, she kind of just looks into, like, all the mis, sort of, misinterpretations of it. okay, that's cool. It's really cool. And then she has another podcast uh, with another comedian called Caitlin Durante called The Bechdel Cast, which I love. It's basically a movie kind of review podcast, but told Ah. from, like, a intersectional feminist lens, which we love, don't we? Interesting. That sounds good. Yeah, that definitely sounds interesting, but the book does not oh. sound like something I'm going to Do you know read. what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, recommend people read it, and I feel like there's a whole sort of generation of teenage girls that have read it because of Lana Del Rey and just misinterpreted the whole thing, and yeah. now are in this whole, like, daddy thing. Oh, no. And that's just kind of, like, I kind of moved away from her music after that, Cause, because I'd already read the book, 
like when I started listening to her mm. and I thankfully was at like an age where I could understand it I didn't yeah. kind of read into all what she was saying about yeah. it so what to expect from us in the future what should the listener expect <laughs> other well, than more <laughs> shit stories I think realistically like knowing us too I think we've gone off on about a million different tangents. tangents yeah so basically expect the unexpected we'll just Chat. Like, we never know no, what we're going to say. We're just going to talk, yeah. see what happens, see where the wind more, takes more us. sort of, like, what's what's in the news, what's going around, you know, social oh, media. sorry, what's in the news right now is the fact that Boris Johnson needs to go. Oh, yeah. I think that's a given. Period. If you don't agree with that, you probably shouldn't. Don't listen to, don't this, listen podcast. to this podcast. Turn it off. <laughs> go away and think about yourself and your life. And the fact that Boris Johnson is a nincompoop. <laughs> you can go find Nadine Dorries and join the, the Bojo fan club with her. Bon Maybe job. she has a podcast. But it's not ours. No. No. I think we'll be talking about, you know, what media we've we've been looking at. TV, books, films. Yeah. I'll probs give you some reviews yeah. <laughs> of books that I've been reading recently. I'm currently reading a Stephen King, which is never disappointing. <laughs> the man's fucked up. And he's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, we might talk about things that we've bought this week because we're both compulsive spenders. Um, what have you bought this I week? I actually haven't bought anything this week. Piss off, anything. I don't think I have. I mean, apart from chocolate, which I'm not even supposed to eat. Well, that's great. Like, Chocolate's good. Yeah. Which chocolate? In fact, are we... Galaxy Counters. Ooh, that's a good choice. Mm-hmm. Do you like Galaxy Counters? I mean, it's only Monday. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> what did you <laughs> buy last week? <laughs> well, last week, I was visiting my mum, so... You bought nothing. I just didn't buy anything, because... Because you were your mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, this section of the podcast has gone swimmingly well. <laughs> what about you, Danny? What have you bought? Um, well, I've just moved into a brand new gaff so i've just been buying bits and bobs for around here so i bought a flamingo plant mm. bought some succulents oh. i bought a percy pig dinner set <laughs> which Obsessed. I, I didn't need but you know when jay was like yeah you can buy it i was like well i'm not gonna book <laughs> a gift horse in the mouth and i was like can i get it on the joint account and he's like go on then i was like can't say that down i've bought water bills Mm. energy bills Mm. yeah yeah i'm coming into the adult life and it's spenny but like you said before i've also bought that um keyboard a mouse i bought a mouse mat and a laptop stand right so i think like a nice way to round up this sort of round off this sort of podcast very first podcast is asking you what's brought you joy this week is there anything well i say this week is monday so maybe last week um, moving in here, yeah. I just feel like I'm going to really enjoy living here. It just has a nice, a nice vibe. Oh, it definitely does. And I'm into it very much. I wake up and I'm like, oh, this is mine. <laughs> open, open the blinds, like in, um, in, what film is it? It's a Disney film, but I can't, in my head it was Beauty and the Beast, but it's I'm not Cinderella. sure if it is. I don't know anyway. Basically, you've got to envisage me. I'm a Disney princess opening my <laughs> bay window going, 
And then oh, all of Snow Wh- Wait, is it Snow, Snow White? White? And all the birds are like, yeah, I'm sure it is. And everyone's vegan. But yeah, what about you? Um, I would say, well, I went and spent the last week with my mum, just me and my mum and my dog. Aww. Um, my dad was off skiing in the Austrian, well, I don't know what they are, I don't know which uh, which mountains. mountain range it was. Um, Things, but he with snow on. <laughs> yeah, off with his mates on a jolly skiing. I'm um, jealous. I know. I want a holiday. Same. So I went to keep my mum company, work from my mum's. And it was such a chilled week. And, well, I'm I'm starting a new job a week today. Ooh. So it was nice to kind of just take some time to relax. Yeah, And definitely. not have to worry about all, you know, all the things that I usually worry about. Because, to be honest, my mum, when I'm home, she loves to run around yeah. for me. Yeah, so. and, like, look after yeah. you and stuff. Wow, that's our first podcast. I know, we kind of went deeper than I expected yeah. us to. We were like, we'll talk for 30 minutes or something, see where it goes. I think we've been rolling for over an hour here now. <laughs> Just proves how much we love to exactly. chat. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, thank you for listening. If you have got this far, congratulations. (laughs) Please look out for the next episode because we'd love you to listen. And we really want to make this a regular thing because we're both really passionate about all things podcasting, journalism, you know. We just really would love for people to want to listen to us chat shit. Exactly. Oh, brilliant. I just couldn't think of anything better than just sitting with you for like an hour every week chatting shit. But yeah, thank you for listening and speak soon. Bye.